0: Not the paralytic's faith, but by his friend's faith, the man was healed and restored. Come on. The same story is played out in Mark where they ripped open the roof. Remember that one? His friends brought him, ripped open the roof, put him down through the roof, and Jesus healed him. And he said it was their faith, your friends, who stood in the gap for you, come on, then made a way. And so here's this blind man that they're bringing out of this city, Bethsaida, that just a few chapters before, Jesus was actually speaking a curse over. That if the same signs had been done in them, in Sodom and Gomorrah, Sodom and Gomorrah would still be there today, is what he's saying. The blind man was bound up in a worldly mentality that kept him from seeing spiritually and physically. But he had friends in his community that were willing to pay the price to get him out. And they drew him to Jesus. And let me say this. Just listen to this really quick. And they, right, his friends, brought the blind man to him and begged him or pleaded with him that he would touch him. That is the action of faith right there. They fulfilled the prescribed measure every bit. They grabbed the friend. They brought him to Jesus. Then they fell down and said, Jesus, only your touch is going to bring restoration to this man. But you don't hear a single word from the blind man. You don't see him asking or saying a thing, but you see they were. What does Jesus do? It's clear in the text. Jesus took him by the hand. Mm. Mm. Come on, somebody's reaching down and taking you by the hand today. Come on, somebody's, the Jesus that we know, the Jesus, the living, the great I am, is grabbing you by your hand and taking you out and saying, come with me. He takes him by the hand. You know, this is so significant in scripture right here. Because let me see, Jesus, now think about this. When the woman with the issue of blood in Mark chapter 5, she pressed through the crowd, didn't she? And she only touched the hem of his garment. And by the virtue that was on him, she was instantly healed. You see Peter and John going into the temple in Acts chapter 3. And in Acts chapter 3, they pass by. They're going by the the gate of... I forget the name of it, but... Gate Beautiful. I remember (laughs) it. Right? And here's this man... Paralyzed from birth, sitting at that gate, but yet Peter and John's eye catch them. And he says, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I freely give to you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. So what does he do? The story goes on to say that he reached out and grabbed the man's hand and lifted him up. Let me say this, if Peter had the anointing to raise that man up, oh, how much more Jesus had that anointing to raise one up? Especially with this blind man, right? So what's the significance right here? What is Jesus doing? Because the prescribed measure was met. Faith was there in his friends to get him healed. But he reached out and grabbed a hold of the blind man and nothing happened at all. But what did he do? He began to lead him out of the city. He began to lead him out from the place that had him in bondage. Let me say this. I don't believe this man was only physically blind, but he was spiritually blind. And he needed a complete restoration spiritually and physically. And Jesus was all in it all the way to get him all the way out. The same as he is with you and I. He's all in. Come on. When he shed his blood on that cross. When he laid his life down. Come on. He was all in 100%. He wasn't backing down. He's not backing down in your life. He's not backing up in your life. He's not backing up over Hawaii. He's not backing up over the nations. He's still the God who saves. He's still the God who heals. He's still the God who delivers. And let me say this. He's still the God. who forgives yay I don't know I just so I, I just love that I love that Jesus reached out knowing think about this knowing knowing that he's gonna have to take a walk with him knowing that he's that he's not going to receive off of him the virtue that he had full access to because he was still bound up. Mm -hmm. I love Jesus so much. I tell you, I love Jesus so much. I'm telling you, without Jesus, there is no true forgiveness. Without Jesus, there is no true restoration. Without Jesus, we have no hope. He is the hope to the nations. He is the life, the truth, and the way. So as he is the life, that means that outside of him, there is no life. Because he is the life. So if you're looking for life today, if you're looking for freedom today, you're in the right place. Mm-hmm. You're in the right place. Because he says where he is lifted up, he shall draw all men unto himself. And you see, that's why I, don't, I want to talk about Jesus. I don't want to talk about the issues. I don't want to talk about circumstances. We all have them. But it's when we focus on Jesus that the issues pale in his comparison. My God. So here's here's Jesus in it with this man. The prescribed measure of faith is met. He grabs the man by his hand and he begins to lead him. Think about this. This isn't just something. This is intimate what he's doing right here. There's a level of intimacy. Because if you're leading somebody's blind, that means you need to grip in with them and you need to guide them as you're going. You're not just, you know, the other day, my wife and I were kind of just messing around a little bit, and she, I, I was, I just acted like I was blind, okay? Just playing around. But it took her only a minute for me to run into something. I don't know if she did it on purpose or what, but, you know, it was just a minute, and I'm boom, you know? You know, but I believe it was for today, because listen, each and every one of us has to come into that place where we grip into Jesus. See, if you can imagine for a minute, this man, I mean, he wasn't crying out for Jesus's help at all. His friends were crying out for him, but he wasn't crying out at all. I would think that he was probably, you know, bound up by some things. Some stones got into his heart. Some issues of life grabbed a hold of him. And you could see right here, he was not really interested in Jesus healing him. He wasn't, because he wasn't crying out for it one bit. He wasn't interested in Jesus getting into his situation and changing it. Why? Because he didn't say a single word. I like to think that he was coming out of Bethsaida. His friends grabbed a hold of him, pulled him and said, you're coming. He says, I don't want to go. You're coming. I don't want to go. You're coming. And they drug him out that way. Sometimes when we get ourselves into the hands of Jesus, as we're walking with him hand in hand, he wants to deal with us on the deeper measures in our heart first. Mm. Measures. I I could just, I mean, put yourself in the same story. I could imagine maybe he was offended. He might have been offended with God. He might have been offended with, with whoever. Maybe it was an accident. The story doesn't go into it. Maybe it was an accident why he was blind. Who knows? But I know this. He wasn't necessarily interested in having Jesus touch him. So Jesus does what? grabs his hand and he had virtue power flowing in that moment. He could have been raised up. hear me? He could have been raised up instantly and healed. You see many other stories. John chapter 9, right? Where Jesus saw the blind man and he said, hey, do you want to be healed? And they're like, we want to be healed. He said, let it be then according to my word. Boom, they were healed instantly. Stories and stories on that. But here with this man, he's like, we got to dig a little deeper. We gotta go a little deeper right now. We gotta get to the root of the issue right now in order to deal with it. So it, I'm not only just healing you physically, I'm healing you spiritually. Because if you get the spiritual healing, you'll be able to maintain the physical healing. Come on, but if you have the physical without the spiritual, you're gonna jack up the spiritual, or excuse me, the physical every time. Because the issues in the heart are still there. The issues of the stones, and I like using stones, the stones of life that weigh us down. You know, the Lord spoke to me one time. He said, you know, those stones that people deal with, offense, bitterness, resentment, lust, all these types of things, you know, those stones that get built up in there. He says, you know, on my coming, those stones will weigh you down so you won't rise up. The stones will weigh you down so you can't rise up. So Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes, and let me say this. See that word eyes right there. And I want to I specifically say something. That word eyes that's used in Mark is the, is the word in Greek, oma, O-M-M-A, oma. And it means this, spiritual first, physical second. It's not the normal word for eye. He wasn't talking about his natural eye. He was talking about his spiritual eye that needed to be healed and restored. So Jesus says to him, oma. And he, you know, you think about this. He spits on, and I'm, I'm not going to spit on anybody though, okay? <laughs> Unless the Lord says, but I don't think so. <laughs> he spits on the man's eyes. Why? Because there had to be, a, there had to be a, a transfer of change. Because what happens when you put your spit on somebody else's skin? Your skin begins to absorb it. You begin to take that in. So what was happening? As he spit and rubbed it on his eyes, what was he doing? He was putting his DNA into the man. Oh, come on. Come on. He was putting his DNA, the, that perfect DNA, into that man. And he, as he was absorbing it, he began to what? Teach him. And he goes on to say, and put his hands on him, and he said to him, "If he saw anything, and he looked up and he said, "I see men walking as trees. I see men walking as trees. Why? What are you in reference to, speaking of the Omah, is he was, "I'm now opening your spiritual eyes so you can see clearly to what I'm going to fixing to do in the physical." But if you don't open the eyes of your heart first and see with that, you're never going to fulfill the mandate upon your life in the physical realm. That's why it's so important that Jesus dealt with him, that Jesus gripped his hand, that Jesus walked with him. Because I can promise you, as Jesus was walking with him right there, that I'm telling you, everything in his heart was going in every direction, and he had to deal with it right then and there. Jesus is Spiritual Discipleship Program 101. Right here. Grab the hand of Jesus. And then the man says, I see men as trees. Right, We know all through the word, Psalms, uh, Psalms chapter 1 verse 3 says that we are like trees planted by the rivers, come on, that bear its fruit in its season, and our leaves do not wither whatsoever, and whatever we put our hands to shall prosper. We know according to Daniel chapter 4, he said the trees are a representation of, of the nations. We also see in Judges where the trees were talking to one another, Judges chapter 9 verse 10. That the trees were speaking to one another, speaking of men talking to one another. And according to John 15, we're engrafted in... We're engrafted into that new vine the vine of Christ, and we're pulling from that DNA. We're pulling from that restoration power. We're pulling from that holiness. We're pulling from that humility. We're pulling from that life, come on, and the life source, and the way, and the truth, and the life, and he's going to take each and every one of us over the top in Jesus' name, and what does he do? He lays hands on him, and what does he say? Now, what eye is opened, he says, my spiritual eye is open. Why? Because he obviously went through what he needed to go through while he had the hand of Jesus getting rid of whatever he needed to get rid of to see properly. Oh God. Mm. I just want to say this. Today you shall see properly in a greater measure in Jesus' name. You shall see properly in accordance to his word, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to this, verse 25. Then he put his hands on his eyes again. Now that particular word right there, ready for this, is not oma. It's the word for eye in the Greek. It's an actual word for the mind eye that you see. So he shifts it in context, put his hands on his eye, his natural eye. Why? Because he saw that he was seen properly. So now I can go ahead and heal you physically. Sometimes we've got to get the things out of the way that are holding back what God wants to do for us in the natural. Sometimes there's roadblocks that have been lifted up in our lives and we have to deal with them because if we don't deal with them, if we don't walk in forgiveness, he said, if you don't forgive, you will not be forgiven. If you don't humble yourself, he said, and you're filled with pride. He said, the prideful one I'll bring down, but the humble one I will lift up and exalt. Come on. So what is he doing with this man? Obviously, that blind man, even though he didn't want Jesus, even though his friends drug him there, something happened when Jesus came grabbed his hand. Something happened. And as he was walking, he began to see things differently than he'd ever seen them. And he was willing and able to say, God, I'm laying it all down. I want you above everything else. I need you above everything. So Jesus opened his eyes in the spiritual. And then he turned around and laid his hands on him again. And he said, receive your sight. And he received the natural as well as the physical. And he went away whole and complete in every way and it's no different from you and I sometimes especially in this land in these hours we've got to make sure that we're keeping our eye on him we're keeping hold of his hand we're not letting the weight of things fill our heart and take us down but we're in the hour that we're going over the top Lift. he paid the price so you could be free so you could be whole so you could be delivered he is who he says he is he's not a man that he should love Ah, this is that day and this is that hour. You can shout unto Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift up a praise to Jesus. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. You know, I love how he says this. He goes, restore as he saw him clearly. And he said, you've been restored. And he saw everyone clearly. Then he sent him away to his house, saying, Neither go into town nor tell anyone in your town. Whew. For time's sake, I'm going to just jump into Ezekiel 16. So you got to remember, as Jesus was passing by Bethsaida, he's passing by you and I. Every day, every moment, every second, he's right there. Ezekiel 16 says it like this. And when I passed by you, I saw you were struggling in your bloodlines. And I said to you in your blood, live. Yes, I said to you in your bloodlines, live. Do you understand when Jesus was actually changing his DNA and rubbing it on the man's eyes, he was giving him an exchange. He gave him the exchange to heal what had been broken. To restore what the world tried to pull away. So here in Ezekiel 16, it's just so prophetic. I saw you in your bloodlines. And his word to you is, live. And then he says it again. I saw you in your bloodlines. Live! Live! I made you thrive like a plant in the field and grew mature and became very beautiful. Your hair grew, but you were naked and bare. When I passed by you again, you looked upon you, and indeed your time was a time of love. (sighs) Aloha. A time of aloha. The breath of God. I want you to think about this for a minute. Your time is now upon you. It is now the breath of God. Do you understand for Jesus to pull in next to that blind man, to begin to put his own saliva on his eyes, he had to draw close and share the breath of life with him, the love of aloha. beyond circumstance, beyond offense, beyond resentment, beyond what has been done to us here, what has been done to us there, all of these things. It's beyond that because Jesus is over it all. And he says to us, live, live. Indeed, your time has come, a time of love. So, sp- so I spread my wing over you and covered you. I have sworn an oath to you and entered into a covenant with you. And you have become mine, says the Lord. Whew. So today, if you're in here, and this message you're saying, yeah, yeah, there's some things that are working in me and around me I need to let go of because I cannot risk being weighed down by things that may be stopping my picking up. Just like this blind man. Look, to let things go doesn't mean the individual's right. You're just letting go of the power they contain over you. You understand? And I feel power in this room right now. I feel Holy Ghost anointing in this room right now. Whew. You know what? Just lift your voices right now. Just begin to praise him right now. Just begin. Come on. Just lift your hands and praise. Just begin to thank him right now. Just begin to thank him. Put yourself in this same situation as this man. Come on. That you receive that spiritual sight, that the islands will receive their spiritual sight. That America once again will receive its spiritual sight. That the nations will be healed and touched and delivered and set free and their spiritual sight will be opened because he is the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. His name is Jesus and He's all in for you. He's gonna take you over the top and every chain that has bound you and held you back gets broken today in the name of Jesus that you'd be set free delivered, made whole because he is who he says he is his name is Jesus 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 Lord Jesus my king, my God the lover of my soul Maybe you're in here today and you feel this working in you. You feel this anointing in you and you're saying today I need you Jesus. I'm tired of doing things on my own because my own way has only gotten me this far but I need to do a new way. I need to get into your way because you are the truth, the way, and the life. So give me that way today. Set me free and deliver me according to your word. I receive it now in Jesus' name. If that's you here today, I just want you to lift your hand and say, Jesus, that's me. I need this in my life. That's it. I need this in my life. I have to have this in my life. Lift your hands right now. If you're saying, Yes, I need it. Yes, I have to have it. Yes, you're over the top. Yes, Jesus, it's about you. God bless you. God bless you. You know what? Let's stand. Let's stand. Hallelujah. Say this with me. Dear Jesus. Jesus, Forgive me. me. Wash me clean. clean. Thank Thank you Jesus. That you chose to die for me because you love me. I thank you Lord. That today I repent I rid myself right now of the stones of the weights that have held me back today. I release that into your hand. Have your way with me, Jesus. Jesus, have your way in me as you had your way With this man, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Thank you, Jesus, for your love and your grace. In Jesus' name, give a shout to the Lord, hallelujah, come on.